to you. Glad to have you. Bill Michael Show is on the air. We are good and good to go. And even though it's black outside, we're good inside. Loving it. I guess the question of the day is, do you have any hope for the Green Bay Packers? Um, yesterday, it didn't matter where I went. Uh, boy, it was it was raining down of angst and depression and... You know, um, you know, this early in the season, I can't remember a time that this early in the season, Packers fans were this probably the last, well when Mike McCarthy got fired, that Packers fans were this somewhat distraught. I guess might be the best way to put it. Um, I, man, it's 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 not a good situation. I'll tell you that, without a doubt, and I don't think it's going to get any better anytime soon. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, you can you know, give us a call. You can hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels over on Facebook. The Bill Michaels Show on Facebook. YouTube, best way to find us, just simply go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And the same thing over on Twitch TV. Last night did not help by any stretch. To watch, <laughs> to watch a, uh, a a Chicago Bears team that the Packers beat relatively handily dismantle Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi and go on to run the ball all over them. Things that we've been screaming for, just run the ball and all that, and it, uh, man, it's. Uh, are the Packers I, – I can't say are the Packers the worst team in the NFC North because I, I, I've watched Detroit play. But have the Packers fallen to the point where we ask that question? You know? Is that fair? 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. Ben, can we – is it fair to ask that question? Are the Packers – the worst team in the division? Oof. I don't think so. The Lions are really bad. And and the Bears yeah. still are bad. I think that was more about the Patriots last night than the Bears. Though they did finally decide to play to Justin Fields' strength after weeks and weeks and years of right. not trying to do so. No, but the expectations, rightfully so, are sky high for this Packers team. Or they were. Yeah. And uh, that's different. Like, the Bears are 3-4, and four and they feel good about it. The Packers right. are, and it feels like the sky has already fallen. It it's man, it's uh, it's not good. And we're going to hear from Matt Lafleur coming up, and I want uh, it, because he spoke for a while yesterday. He spoke for a while yesterday, so I want to uh, I, I want to hear everything that he has to say. But it, I. I'm kind of at a loss, if you can tell. Today, uh, I I got up this morning. Yesterday, I did some work, and I had a lot of video editing to do yesterday. I'm doing a project for a football team, and so I was doing a lot of video editing stuff. So I was kind of here at the house for a little bit, and then I had to run out for a while. And as I was walking around and doing a few things, um, running some errands, uh, I had more than a few people say, what's what's going on with the Packers? What's wrong with Rodgers? Is his thumb that bad? And this and that, you know. 
And then I got up this morning and I went and got my hair cut. I went to the bank and did a couple things. And it's the same. It's just the topic of conversation. Now, I've always said the Packers reign supreme in the state of Wisconsin. I, you know, as much as we love Brewers baseball or Badgers football and Bucks basketball and then kind of trickles down from there, um, it is it is the topic of conversation to the point that there is bewilderment, anger, finger-pointing, chuck it, get rid of it. And that chuck it is probably a kind way of putting it. Um, that, you know, p- people are pissed. This was supposed to be a team that was going all in the last few years for Aaron Rodgers. And this was going to be the true grasping of the brass ring, that there was one, maybe two, maybe three more shots at winning a championship. This was going to be a, bu- a much better defense. You know, Joe Barry kind of proved himself last year. You know, three years of a brilliant Matt LaFleur to the point where, you know, people are now coming into the Packers organization and raiding the cupboard for coaches, that there's just this churning of success. And all they needed was just a couple of pieces. Get Bakhtiari back. Have Elton Jenkins back in his natural position. You know, and it's just gone to crap. The offensive line sucks. Sucks. The the run game is non-existent. The head coach doesn't know what he's doing. He's got a lot of excuses. But his actions certainly don't match his words. You know, Roger seems the only one determined to try to turn this thing around. I don't know what that I like, means. Uh, <laughs> there's another part of the problem. Um, he seems to be the only one determined to say, no, we're not going to let this thing just fail. You know, the defense is not what what we expected it to be, and, and Joe Barry's come, and come under a lot of criticism again this year, and the special teams, while better, still, you know, they run out just an awful Amari Rodgers who has no business looking at anything in the sky and trying to catch it. It's, it's you know, and it's the same old thing. Now, we went through the whole myriad of process yesterday about how we got from point A to point B and where we are today. But this, it, from what we were thinking coming into the season to where we're at today, it is a dramatic difference. A dramatic difference. It was always a given the Packers were going to win the division, but really how far could they go in the postseason? And I said at the time, I don't give a damn about the regular season. Just get to the postseason. If you're a wild card or if you're a division winner, I don't care because we've heard all the excuses. Now it's about the proof is in the pudding. You may not even get to the postseason. Most likely you won't. I, I, I went through this yesterday, and we're looking at maybe a seven-win team the way they're playing right now. And that's if they beat Detroit twice. The betting world is looking in the, inside the window of 1265 going, this team sucks. I mean, really sucks. And, and and you can't just say, well, you know, you got a couple of guys that don't have a lot of talent. I mean, you got you got really a, a lack of attention to detail. That is that falls squarely on coaching, squarely on coaching. I don't care if it's position coaches, head coaches, so, uh, coordinators. I doesn't matter. I, you got guys that can't catch. You guys, you you got guys that they they. It's the simple things. They can't block. 
They don't even know the plays. So it's 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 just bad. It's just bad. This is Sammy Watkins, and speaking of somebody who didn't know the play, this is Sammy Watkins after the game talking about the Packers vibe. Listen. I don't know. Um, I just think we have to figure whatever the issue is, the problem. Um, if you watch the game, you see we have those times where we play good, energy is there, great vibes, and then you have that first half to where you like looking around like what, what's going on, what's happening. And um, that's something that I feel like as players, we just play. Um, run routes, block well. We do as we told. Um, that's something that the coach is going to have to figure out, look at themselves, and, and say, what what do we have to do, or what are we willing to do to just, you know I mean, for this team to go out there and play well. Um, I think that's it. Um, and as players, we just got to execute. Um, whatever players call, go out there and, and maximize our opportunities. And um, I don't know. We gotta we gotta figure it out. Um, that's he's he's we go out we play well things start to go wrong we look around and we say what's going on and then he goes on to talk about you know coaching and how they need to figure it out that's i mean he's not the first person to point the finger at coaching Ben, do you get the sense that people are losing faith in, in what Matt LaFleur or what the other guys on that staff are bringing? 100%. I was going to say, you're talking about the drops and the execution things. I think we can take a bigger picture look at it and see that the, the team has no fight, but I don't want to put that on the players. They just don't know how to respond to adversity, and that's leadership and that's coaching for me, where as soon as something goes wrong, they just wither away and die, right? for lack of a better term. And they've been this way for a while. For a while. It seemed, and, and we were talking about this at the beginning of the season. Whenever this team gets down, it's like a, a tale of two worlds. They don't have the ability to make an adjustment to come back. It, it's, it's, there is more and more and more fingers and little subtle comments being pointed at the coaching staff. And I am not in, I, you know, Matt LaFleur's had success here. We don't, we don't doubt that. But if this continues with all the success that he has had, and if you continually hear people pointing the finger at the coaching staff saying, hey, look, <laughs> you know, you, you don't have it. You don't have that ability to wrap your arms around men and say, let's, let's, let's all march in one direction. If you don't have that ability... You got to go, man. You got to go. Now this year, I I don't think anything you do right now is going to make a difference. It's all on players, it's all on coaches to try to right the ship. But if if they can't put this thing together in the next couple of months, then at the end of the season, if it continues to spiral in this spiral in this direction, uh, I think you've got a really tough decision to make if you're Brian Goodkins to Mark Murphy. 
Because you can't, you can't do that. You can't waste, if, if indeed Rodgers comes back, which I would assume he would, you can't waste another year. On the other hand, do you then turn around and say, well, we're going to help you with yet another coaching change, another offensive mind, another offensive line coach, defensive uh, coordinator. I mean, you know, another group of guys that are going to come in and try to write this thing. Do you run the risk of doing that? Or do you just let it let it ride and watch it just get frittered away? I mean, this this is a re- this this is a really um tough time via the Packers organization right now for decisions that need to be made. Cuz like I said, I'm not one to sit here and say, "Hey, you got to start firing people" because I just don't believe in that. I believe that you you have to give everybody the most opportunities to write themselves or the longest amount of rope to hang themselves, one of the two. But this is just, to listen to some of these guys is like, wow. Wow. Pointing to coaching directly. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. From what you've heard, and we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up after the bottom of the hour. From what you heard and what you've witnessed, do you have hope? Do you have hope? 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Blowing through it today. Hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. That fast. I guess if you're looking for a silver lining, uh, JF says, uh, could be worse, could be the Denver Broncos right now. Expectations were through the roof, but they're calling for Hackett's head already in Colorado. Both teams buried under an overpaid quarterback's contract. Uh, Trying to look at the brighter side. Dennis says, 100% spot on. Breaking news. Uh, the third consecutive embarrassing loss, head coach Matt LaFleur diagnosed with an incurable career-ending coaching disease. His disease was caused by many poor decisions, leading to the lack of trust and respect by his players. Goes on from there. Oof. Uh, I said, memo to LaFleur, every player on your team knows the dysfunction of the offense, and the result of it is your reconfigured coaching staff uh, that isn't getting you. You have the power to fix it, and they're not gelling. Every play on your team knows the underperforming, unaggressive defense because you chose Joe Barry over Jerry Gray. You have the power to fix it. Every player on your team knows that Amari Rodgers should never be a part of any special teams unit ever. You have the power to fix it. Every player on your team is tired of you blaming them for not working hard enough because you refuse to admit and correct your poor coaching and player decisions. You have the power to stop it. You choose not to do so. Confidence comes from from the practice. Uh, Pat says um, Matt Lafleur is now sounding like an excuse maker uh, rather than an intuit coach. If he does have any sense and sensibility, he's not showing it to us fans. Um, it's concerning that Dubs seems to be getting worse. Kevin says bad defensive coordinator. Rodgers not coming to get acquainted with a new wide receiver group. 
not running the damn ball, plenty of blame to go around. David says, this is why I love you, because you're calling a spade a spade. This team sucks. Everybody knows it. Everybody's trying to put Band-Aids and flowers all over this and in there. I can't say that. It's not smelling any better. It's a turd. Carrie says, Aaron's a consistent facial expression of not uh, of not good leadership, in my opinion. I don't worry too much about that because everybody gets pissed off every now and then. Um, Kathleen says, Rodgers needs to go to the practices and the OTAs and be more acquainting to the younger players and be more of a leader. Um, just It goes on, man. Holy mackerel. Good against horrible evaluating talent. Don, um, a lot has changed in a year. No improvement. Front office stinks. Jody says, shame on management for not trading Rodgers off last season. It was the right thing to do for the future. Now we're straddled with his contract, and we're looking for the next five to ten years of being lean. Um, is it possible for a team to have a bad year as a Packers fan? We've been spoiled for so many. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, William. The problem is you can't afford it when you're coming to the end of the tunnel with your quarterback, you know? Um, Alex says it's simple. If we were really owned by an actual GM and owner that would make make moves, we would not be in this situation. Ah, let, let, me, let me pause on that for a minute. Be careful what you wish for, okay? There's a, there's a lot of good owners out there, but you could have a Haslam, you could have a Ross, you could have a Jerry Jones, you could have a Mark Davis, you could have a Daniel Snyder. I just went through, you could have a Stan Kroenke. Now, Kroenke did go all in, almost to the detriment of the team this year, but they got a championship out of it. And maybe that's what you could use right now. But there's this, this level of owner thing always is fascinating to me. Because when you don't have ownership making dumb moves and saying dumb things, you love it. But when the team is struggling and you, and you want to make a move, you blame it on ownership. Every team works in the same parameters. Every team makes the same moves. Every team has the same salary cap. So I, I don't blame an owner. The, the general manager's job is to put the team together. The president of player personnel is to put the team together. I don't go to owners for that. Owners own the team. They're the money men. But a lot of these owners are businessmen and business conglomerates with minority owners, and they don't know what the F they're talking about when it comes to player personnel evaluation. You know, God knows Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones at least played football. Go back to his days. At least he got it a little bit, and he's been nothing but a meddler and a horse's ass ever since Jimmy Johnson left. So I don't go there. And some of these guys, look at a guy like Mike Brown. Mike Brown came up under Paul Brown. Paul Brown knew coaching and knew football. Paul was a decent owner. Mike's an idiot. Same with Mark Davis. His dad knew football. His dad was immersed in football. He was kind of crazy, but he knew football. Mark's an idiot. Mark's an owner. He's a he's an inheritance baby. I don't I don't go with this you got to have an owner to be successful, you know, cuz the Packers have been successful. There's a lot of franchises that would kill to have their level of success. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Tim. Tim, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, thanks, Bill, for taking my call. Um, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with some things. That I, one consolation as I look across the NFC, especially the Rams, that the uh, 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's a lot of teams that are just terrible. Uh, I mean, Tom Brady said it well. There's a, just a lot of bad football. I think the NFL overall is not a good product anymore. There's good players and it's good some good games, but I think the grade of the NFL is not very good. Um, I look at the Packers. Starts with the offensive and defensive line. Neither unit has played very well at all all year. Um, I'm not sure about our off defensive coordinator if we can't turn this around, but I don't know. It's uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they can get it turned around. I'm not seeing it though. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Appreciate your. I appreciate it, man. I don't. I don't really see them turning it around. This. This is it. This is about as big as big gets coming up on Sunday night. Because you are either going to come out fighting and show like you've got something and prove to the rest of the world, including your own fan base, that you've got that you've got pride, you've got self-respect, you've got the attention to detail, you've got the work ethic, whatever it is you want to throw in there, but you've got it. Otherwise, if you go out and just get your ass handed to you and beat and beat badly, then you're going to prove to the world, including your fan base, you've given up. So why should they spend any money on you to go see you? You've got yours. Let them keep theirs. Rhino says on Twitter, an owner would have been less apologetic to the tenures of guys like Mike McCarthy, Capers, and Thompson, which may have accelerated moves in the draft picks that we never had a chance at otherwise. I, uh, Rhino, I think it was a year. It was a year off. The year off of, of Ted Thompson, the year off of Mike McCarthy. I, was, I think it was about a year. It wasn't dramatic. It wasn't like he was there for five more years after things got you know bad. It was a year. Maybe a year earlier, things would have happened. But you also don't have an owner running down the hall saying, we got to have Johnny Manziel the way Jerry Jones was doing. You know, I, you can go through the list of owners. Look at the McCaskey family. You know, <laughs> what have they produced? Nothing but erroneous nepotism over the years. I mean, right here in your own division, the Ford family. The hiring of a guy like Matt Millen because they fell in love with him. The idiocy that was thereafter. Uh, you know, specific owners, and some owners, because they are so successful in business, they are prideful, and they will not make a move because they know their move is the one that's going to be scrutinized as the owner. And they don't. They love it when they win, and they want to be there to hoist a trophy and get champagne sprayed on them, but they don't want to be anywhere near scrutiny when it comes to actually, you know, answering for, answering for whom the bell tolls. So I, I, I really have an appreciation and a, and, a, and a setup here for the way things are, are done in Green Bay. It's not always to your liking, and if it was, you'd be winning championships every year. You know, there's people right now screaming for Robert Kraft's head because, you know, he's given them a bunch of championships, but he's ruined the team since then. You know, I, I, and he's off getting married instead of paying attention to his team. And, you know, Robert Kraft, I think, has done a pretty good job, even though he's kind of gotten in harm's way when it comes to his own self-character. That's so a good I, point, though, the whole marriage thing. Yeah. Many are wondering. Yep. So I, I just, I, I like the setup. I just think that not every, and I'm not making excuses. It's just, it's the truth. It's the reality. Not every move is going to be perfect and when it doesn't work out everybody wants to scream you know for your head and when things are good things are great you're awesome in ted we trust in goody we trust in david stearns we trust you know and then when things don't work out suddenly the guy's an idiot i told you so <laughs> just 
you know, I'm trying to just look at the somewhere in between gray reality that is. Um, ESPN Steve says uh, Mrs. Ford walked into the end of season meeting one year and fired everyone. Yeah. And sometimes it's the uh, the continuity that can get you back on top. Aaron says, with the trade deadline approaching, what does Goody do? Sit and do nothing again, or do you think that uh, some moves are going to be made? I, I think there's going to be moves. I think what you, what you are going to look at is this. If this team comes out and shows fight, now maybe they're already trying to work on something. I don't know. but And, and to me, look, the Jets, they lose a running back. They make a deal the next day. The Packers have lost three wideouts in an area that was already sketchy to be to begin the season, and nothing's been done. You signed crap to a practice squad. You haven't made a real move. So and, and, and if you're sitting there saying, well, we're going to hang on to these draft choices, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're hanging on to unproven players and not going after proven players. It, it, it makes no sense. It just doesn't. Because once you start to hang on to unproven players, it it, it then we, you're basically saying we're 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 building towards the future. You know. You're building towards the future. 877-867-1670. And that's not what people want to hear. Uh, this is from Kyle. Kyle says, uh, I see the par- the porn bots have attacked us again. It's because the Green Bay Packers are in red China, so they figure it's open. Might as well go ahead and do so. I have no idea, Kyle, what that means, but okay, great. Yeah, I saw them over there. Oh, if they're back, Bill, people are going to wonder if you've lost the locker room like LaFleur. Yeah, no, I, I put the block to that as soon as I could. Lost I, was control. A bit slow, I was a little bit slow on the trigger when I saw that happening. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, you got to go over to the uh, the Bud Light live stream and check it out. Uh, you can find us on, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, it happens now and then. Um, 877-867-1670. Um, this is... Let's see here. This is, uh, who's this from? Kurt. Kurt says, hey, Bill, could it be Aaron wants shotgun all the time and he's afraid to tell him to get under center? That's why he won't answer the question. That's from Kurt. Possibly. I think anything's on the table at this point. I don't, I think we want to look at Aaron Rodgers as this, he blew Mike McCarthy out of town. He's the guy that, you know, was focusing on Devontae all the time. Now you kind of know why was focusing on Devontae all the time. He's the guy that's been the problem. And rather than say, and and look, I I agree in the postseason, it hasn't been great over the last couple of postseasons. I admit that. I'm not disagreeing. But I think it's too convenient to look. and, And he is the guy. I always talk about the players on the field being the ones that have to execute what's going on. But he's looking over to the sidelines, go, what the F are we doing? You know, he's... To say if he was changing the plays at the line of scrimmage and running his own thing, I uh, I don't think he'd be talking about 
the hey, I didn't call those plays. I like them, but I didn't call them. You know, I don't think he'd be looking at Matt LaFleur going, what the F are we doing? You know, now if he's talking about, hey, what are we doing? Why aren't you coaching these guys up better? Uh, he's got to take some of that responsibility. He's got to take some of that responsibility because he was the guy that chose to have Cobby coach him up. I, I can go through that laundry list over and over and over. It was a lot of reasons as to why not. Always look for guys with a positive. We got to do this. We got to do that. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to fix this. This is what I have to do. Look, look for the positive. Look for the upside. Rogers in the beginning of the, 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 you know, training camp, if you will, doesn't like joint practices, doesn't want to play in the preseason, doesn't feel needs to be there for the OTAs and mini camps, doesn't want uh, an off-season workout program with the team, wants to do his own thing, does all the reasons not to do something. I, I think there's some legitimacy there. 877-867-1670. Hang in there. <coughs> Excuse me. Got a lot more to get to. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Skipper Buds. Get a hold of my buddy Todd over here at the uh, the one in Pewaukee. And if you have not gotten your boat winterized yet, you may already be in trouble. But I did. I got it in there. I got it done early. And I know it's safe and sound, sleeping right now in a completely shrunk wrap uh, wrap. Uh, it's outside, but that's okay because the thing's been winterized. I love it. Love it over there. Get a hold of Todd because they also have some year-end clearance stuff. They've got some boats that uh, they are going to be uh, getting rid of. Not getting rid of, but, you know, I mean, it's that time of year. You're not going to sit on these big numbers. You want to break them down a little bit. You want to sell them a little bit cheaper. You want to move the inventory. you got to start making room for the 2023s. So that's what they're doing right now. Get a hold of Todd over there, 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200. That's our friends at Skipper Bud. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.